Good evening, everyone. This is Melinda Russell with Racing Girls Rock Podcast, sponsored by the International Women's Motorsports Association. And I'm so honored tonight to have a beautiful young woman that is going to be our guest. She and I are many, many miles apart. Um, it's two something in the afternoon where she is. It's nine o'clock in the morning. I'm not, I must be ahead of her. I'm not sure how these time zones work, honestly. That was never my, um, that was never my best subject in school, but um, I'm so glad that we got together and figured out a time that we could talk. And so I want to introduce Sabra Cook. She races with the W Series, and we're going to talk a little bit about that, how she got involved in that, and uh, learn more about the W Series. So welcome to the show, Sabra. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> We're like seven hours ahead of you, maybe. Oh, you're ahead of me. Okay. Seven hours ahead. Okay. I'm used to Colorado time. My mom always asks me. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're five hours ahead. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you've you've had your morning, and I'm just getting started. So, well, Sabra, it's interesting. Um, the W Series got a lot of um, press, I would say, when it first was announced, and I had a lot of interest in it, obviously because I focus on women in motorsports, And so I, I followed it closely also because Natalie Decker is a good friend of mine. And, and there was a couple other gals that I had met and made, you know, built relationships with that were in the mix when it started. So probably I know a little more about it than most, but we're going to start at the beginning. First of all, with you, tell me a little bit about yourself, your family, where you live, what you do, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, I am from Grand Junction, Colorado, originally, uh, born and raised there for most of my life. Um, I went to college or university in uh, the Colorado School of Mines in Golden, Colorado, and I received my Bachelor's of Science in Mechanical Engineering at the end of 2017. And um, yeah, started driving for the first time when I was about eight, racing work in Federal when I was about 10 in, in karting. And I had long, good, successful karting career, and then made the transition to cars in 2017, a little bit later than most, but um, just couldn't get the funding together before then. And um, yeah, that's kind of a really quick overview of that. Right now, I'm living in Bicester, England, um, because I'm over here in the Infinity Engineering program. Um, there's, it's an academy uh, that basically allows you to do a 12 month placement and you do six months at Infinity Technical Center and six months at Renault F1. So I've currently started my second placement, which is at Renault and I finished at Infinity. Okay. You look much younger than that to have already finished <laughs> college. I would not have get, I mean, I kind of knew how old you were, but for people that don't know, um, they're going to be surprised about that. So what is your what is your goal? You're going to college. What what profession will you be interested in in doing when you get out? Oh uh, well, I, I already graduated. The end oh, of the but the but the school you're going to in England is that uh, it's like a program. So it's it's a, it's like an internship. So it's it's not school. Okay. But, uh, it's a placement like a work placement. Okay. All right. So what kind of a job will that be? Or what kind of a job is that? What do so, you do? Uh, 
Infinity, I worked as a vehicle test engineer, and now that I'm at Renault, I'm working as a composite designer. Okay, so that's a fun job. Yeah, <laughs> keeps me busy. I'm just learning everything right now, um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's been good so far. And so, will you? Are your plans to stay in England and live there, or is that something that that's where the internship is, and then you could end up? somewhere else actually living and working? Uh, it honestly depends on how the next few months go. If, um, you know, I get along really well at Reno and, or if I get offered a job there or at Infinity at the end of the academy, then um, I mean, I'd, I'd definitely love to stay, but there's definitely other options where I could, I could end up in, back in the US or I could stay over here. So I honestly really don't know where I'm going to be. <laughs> I'll have a little bit more of an idea um, a few months down the road. Okay. How does your family feel about you living so far away? Uh, I mean, it's really tough. I'm super close with my family. Um, my, I really miss my parents. I miss my brother, even though he's a little turd sometimes. And he won't <laughs> admit that he But um, yeah, it, it's tough and I really, I miss my dog. <laughs> um, my parents are really supportive though. So, um, they've given me every opportunity that they can to, to be successful with, uh, my schooling, with racing and, um, yeah, they just kind of support me with whatever I want to go for. So, it's been, um, yeah, really, really good growing up in that environment, but, um, they try to come visit as much as they can or come to the races. So, um, yeah, I get to hopefully see them pretty soon when I go back to the States for a visit. Oh, yeah. That's, that's got to be hard. I, I have two daughters that live in Arizona. And, wow, when they first moved, that was tough, you know, as a mom. And that's, that, I mean, that's easy to fly and visit, which I do quite often. But um, you're a little bit farther away. So that, that's hard for, especially, I think, for a mom. So, uh, Saber, tell me a little bit about, let's talk about the W Series and uh, share a little bit about what it is and, and what you know about, you know, why they're doing it. And then, you know, how did you get chosen? How many were there? Just talk a little bit about that for the people that don't know that much about it. Uh, okay, so W Series uh, is, uh, is the all-female Formula 3 Series racing. It's currently only in Europe right now. Um, it started last year, they announced the idea of it and that they would be accepting kind of applications for qualifiers. So um, towards the middle end of last year, I got requested for an application and so I, I sent it in and um, what they notified, uh, I believe it was 60 originally that made it to the first evaluations in Melk, Austria. And we did a lot of different variation, like skill assessments, um, a lot of dynamic driving, a lot of um, car control stuff, um, even like me some media evaluations and um, physical evaluations that we had to go through. And they took us from 60 to 28 to the next evaluation event that took place in Almeria, Spain, uh, I believe like a, maybe a month or two later. And then, so there was 28 of us there, and we got to drive the F3 cars for the first time. Um, did it was mostly just on track stuff, and then we had some uh, physical training and physical assessments as well. And then, based on that, they chose um, 18 active drivers and two reserve drivers from the 28 girls that were there. So, 
Um, unfortunately, 10 girls had to go home. Um, I was lucky enough to be selected as one of the active 18. And then, uh, yeah, now we're almost most of the way through the season, had our four races, and uh, I'm actually leaving today for the next race that's in the Netherlands this weekend. So how's it been? Had you ever traveled, um, like, over to England or any of these other countries? And, and how was that? How much have you enjoyed seeing all these different countries? Uh, I've actually traveled over to Europe a little bit previously with my karting career because I race um, internationally for that and did a few World, World Cup and World Final races. So it wasn't my first time being over the pond, but um, it definitely with W Series I'm seeing more than I was and obviously more consistently and living in England now, um, I definitely get to see uh, all different cultures and so it's, it's been a really great experience sometimes it's it's a bit unfortunate because you go kind of straight to the airport to the racetrack to the hotel to back to the airport but um getting to meet all the people and all the fans that come to each one of the races um you get to kind of experience the culture there and just see how passionate they are about motorsports and it's uh, how much it, uh, it's so much part of, of their society uh, more so i feel like than than in the u.s so it's really cool that they share that passion. So that's interesting you that you just said that. I'm, first of all, I wanted to ask you though, before I forget this, had you ever driven that kind of a car before? Uh, never, I never driven an F3 car. Um, I, I, last year I raced in the USF 2000 um, in, the, in the road to Indy now. <laughs> Mazda is no longer with them. And then uh, as well as the US F4 is what I raced last year. Okay. All right. Because those cars have to be way different than most of the cars that we typically watch in the United States. And so when you say that it's really more of their culture, is it because uh, – why, why do you think that is? Because I, you know, of course, I'm a race fan, so I think everybody's a race fan, and we know that's not true. But uh, but why do you think it's more part of their culture than over here in the United States? Um, I mean, I'd, I'd have to go back and kind of look at, at the history of how, where, how and where car manufacturers developed. So, I mean, obviously, we had in the U.S. the automotive industry kind of started – bit there first and then came over to Europe, but I think that um, the commodity of the automobile just really fascinated people over here back in like the mid 1800s and I think they just really latched onto the idea and, and the fact that every, all the countries are quite so close, so having an automobile that can go um, experience so many different cultures very easily and very accessible, whereas in the past, you know, it was much harder to get somewhere. So I think maybe that's why they latched onto it. And um, I think in the U.S. we're, we're not as close. And so it's, um, I, I don't, I honestly don't know what the, what the history, what historical things made it become that way. But all I know is like in, in, in Europe, they really latched onto the idea and fell in love with, with motorsports and, and they built, they have so many more tracks than we do within like such a smaller area. And so it's really easy for just the average family to rock up to a race on a weekend and, and go, go watch, you know, a Clio Cup race or, um, you know, a, a TT race or something like that. So it's, it's, um, it's much more accessible to them, kind of how in the States it's pretty common to go see a football game on anything. So I think it's just, it's just cultural differences. 
like it's their language compared to our language. So. That's really interesting because I, I've had some interaction with some ladies from the UK and, but I was not as familiar with the fact that it was maybe quite as big of a sport there as, as it is. So that's interesting for me um, because there are a lot of women over there that race. I've, I've reached out to some. Um, so I, I need, I need to do better at that and, and talk to some more of those women and, and get them more involved in what we're doing. So tell me this, what is, has been your favorite thing about being part of the W series? Oh, favorite thing. Um, I mean, driving, I guess, honestly, like that's honestly the core of it is getting to drive an F3 car every, you know, every time I, I, I get to show up at a race and, and not only just driving, but being able to drive it consistently and being able to get seat time and not have to stress so much about finding the sponsorship and, and finding the money to get to the next race. So for me, that's obviously been the most enjoyable part, but I mean, other things come along with it too. Um, all the other girls have been really amazing to meet and especially I felt like I had a, a really unique experience um, at Milk because a lot of times, you know, we grow up in kind of a, in a man's world and we're not used to being um, surrounded by women that kind of share the same, same passions that we do. So when you, when you show up to Milk and you're, there's almost 60 other girls, you know, that have, similar interests um it was it's really cool to find people that are you know like you and so it's really it was it was a really nice experience and i got to meet some really amazing girls and yeah i'll definitely remember remember the event for a very very long time and and even now in the series there's a lot of really amazing women drivers um not just women drivers but they're just amazing drivers so it's uh, it's been a good experience overall yeah, and those are friendships, Sabre, that you're going to have forever because of your connections. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I was just thinking about, you know, the takeaway. Yeah, the, obviously the driving of the car is very cool and one of only a few women that gets to do that on a regular basis. But the long term that I see, and you're still young, you know, how, how old are you, Sabra? I'm 25. Oh my gosh. You're not even, you're, you're, you look like you're 16, but regardless, 25 at 25, you know, you still have really basically just gotten out of college age and starting your career. But as someone who's older and lived many more years, I'm, I'm a little older than 25. <laughs> um, I see that the long-term benefit of you being in this series, you're going to look back on it and think as it goes on and as the years go by, wow, I was so fortunate to be part of that. That was an experience. And you probably already realize it, but I think the older you get, the more you're going to look on it and say, what, how fortunate you were that you were part of that. Because first of all, it's the first time, yeah. you know, you're the inaugural class of those women. Um, but you're probably going to keep those friendships for a long time. It's interesting. I want to ask you this. When you were in high school or even middle school, whatever age, and you were involved in racing, obviously, what did your, what did your classmates and your friends think about that? Uh, I, I was fortunate to have friends that were supportive of it, you know, um, 
you know, you get people sometimes that would tease you and say, oh, racing's not a sport or something like that. But, um, you know, most of my friends were really supportive. They thought it was really cool, uh, even if they didn't really understand everything that kind of went with it. But they were they were always very supportive. Okay. I The reason I ask you that question is because I've, I've done some interviews where the gals tell me that they were kind of loners in a way at school and they were, you know, kids didn't understand why they liked racing instead of softball or whatever. And so I was just curious. Um, I usually ask that question because I'm just curious to see what the majority, you know, how the majority of kids treat other kids, especially girls that are in racing. So um, you had a pretty normal experience. It sounds like now your, your brother, does he race? Uh, he, he used to, yes. Okay. Not anymore. So, um, so tell me what's like, where have you been to race? You know, where have the races been held and how have you done and what's left on the series? Uh, okay. So first race was Hockenheim, um, Germany and, um, had an okay start to, to the season. Not, it wasn't, Kind of really what I was hoping for but I knew like the first race going in was going to be a lot for me to adjust to just because I have quite a bit less experience than any of the other girls so um yeah finished I believe 13th there and then next race was at Zolder um in Belgium and um had good pace in the race but unfortunately got a drive-through penalty and so I ended up 15th so that was actually the worst race so far for me that this season it was definitely the, the one I want to forget um the next race uh, things started to improve a bit more uh it was at Misano in Italy and I finished eighth in the race um scored my first points of the season so I was really happy about that mm -hmm. and then the uh, last race that happened not last weekend but the weekend before was um, in Norspring in Germany and it was a straight course so a little bit of a little bit of a twist there but it was uh, yeah had a really good time it was enjoyable um, I managed to finish seventh in that race and have my best qualifying as well and and score more points so I was really happy with that I had third fastest lap so it's definitely I'm on the upward progression and now I leave for Assen this weekend um it's in the Netherlands and that's um quite a quick circuit so it's really fun so looking to score more points for that and then the last race is at Brands Hatch here in England so it'll be a really fun I think uh, final uh Grand Prix for for the conclusion of the series because there's going to be a lot of people um joining from england and yeah that's in august uh 9th and 10th and 11th i believe okay so and then um so what do you do during the week in between do you you live in england you've got the internship so you're working during the week and then you take off on the weekends to go race is that how it works yeah so during during the week um get up, you know, um, make food, get ready to go to work, go to work all day, and go to the gym afterwards. Um, if I don't go to the gym, I go to the sim. And then um, during, depending on if, if I'm here during the weekends or not, um, go do some, some driver training or do more sim work. And then uh, like this week, 
Um, I had actually my Infinity Engineering Academy review today here at Infinity Technical Center. So it's a little bit different. Came here and do my review. Then I'm going to the sim, and then I will uh, be at the airport in a few hours and take off to the race. Okay. So it's always every day's busy, which you know, young young people like that. As I get a little older, I like to have a little downtime, but um, <laughs> it's still it's still a a good a good thing that you're doing and a, something that most people don't have the opportunity. And I I know I can tell by talking to you that you you know that and you're appreciating the opportunities that you have. So that that's a good thing. So do yeah. you follow NASCAR at all or any of the racing in the United States? I do uh, a little bit. Uh, mostly IndyCar for me, though, rather rather than NASCAR. But, uh, yeah, I, I actually grew up racing with Chase. So I'll, I'll check in and see how he's doing every once in a while. So okay. It's, uh, yeah, no, I, I watch it when I can. But um, Formula cars definitely <laughs> hold a special spot in my heart. Yes, absolutely. I'm sure. I'm sure of that. I grew up uh, short track racing, so I've I've learned a lot in the last <clears throat> excuse me two years about drag racing, which I didn't really follow that much. Even though I have a really nice drag race track 15 minutes from my house, and um, and I'm learning more about the formula and the indie racing, which has really I've really taken an interest in that. I don't get to see it quite as much on TV as I would like. Um, it's, it's just, I, I'm either missing it or they're just not having it on as much as all the other kind of racing, but I am learning more about it. And I really, I've really enjoyed it because it's so different than NASCAR. So it's, it's been fun to, to learn all that. So, um, two more races and then you're earning points. So how do you earn points? Is it the top 10 earn so many points and then What's the purpose of earning points? Is there a championship to be had or how does that work? Yes, so there it's a it's a six race championship and the top 10 each each race score points. So obviously you, you score more points if you finish first than if you finish 10. Um, by the end of the season, they will um, award a certain amount of uh, prize money for the winner gets half a million dollars. And then from there on, you it's evenly kind of distributed. Well, not evenly, but like based on where you finished. Distributed where you finish, yeah. So even even the person that finishes in the very last place gets something. So it's it's amazing considering they're already covering the costs for us to race. So it's it's amazing that they're even giving us more on top of it. You know that we can use for driver other driver development things. So. Um, yeah, I think at the end of the season, they will invite back a certain number of girls. Um, they will um, not have to re-qualify again for the next year. And then the ones that don't make it into that window um, will be available. They can reapply. Mm -hmm. to, to so they're already planning to go forward for next year? Yep, 100%. Awesome. And... You know, I think the thing that really grabbed me when it first was announced was that half a million dollar prize money. It's like, whoa, they've yeah. got some good, they've got some good backing somewhere because basically they furnish your car and everything that you need. Am I right about that? 
Yeah, we so there's actually 20 cars right now total. Um, we get a new car, well not a new one, but we get one that's new to us um, every race weekend. So we actually do this where we draw a car number at the beginning of the of the weekend um, out of a bucket, and that car has its own engineer and mechanic that's assigned to it all season. So um, yeah, tomorrow morning I'll be drawing and getting my engineer, my car, and my mechanic for the weekend. Well, now that's interesting. I assumed that you were driving the same car, but that kind of levels the playing field, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It really does. And you get to experience different engineers and learn how to communicate with different sorts of people. And um, yeah, just it just makes sure that the that the series is very transparent. And there's also um, kind of a set setup window that we're only allowed to run the cars under. And then we can make very small changes within that window. Um, but it's it's not so big that, you know, you could run at one end of the setup window and the other and still probably win the race. So um, right. it's all very, very much controlled. So it's, it's really, you know, if the cars are that equal, which it sounds like they really pretty much are, then it's more about the talent of the driver. Is that, would you say? Yeah, definitely. I think it's, it's down to who's the most prepared mentally, physically, um, who can, um, unfortunately, experience does play into it a little bit, and who knows the tracks. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely comes down to more um, just just the driver rather than who's got the setup figured out. So I think it's it's a really good um, arrangement that they have. I like that, and you know, going back to NASCAR, they need to go back to that a little bit more. I think that <laughs> I think that's you know, I mean. In any any track you go to, other than probably the W Series, you're going to find that there's some that just have more money, they can hire better people, and they can have better cars. That's just how it works. But for the fans, I think going to the track and never knowing who could win, they're all pretty much more equal than they are now, would bring way more fans out to the track because when you go on the track. You qualify, so you know where you're going to start. That changes every time you race. You could qualify first. You could qualify last. And so, and then when you go to the track to do the race, even in your head, hey, I have just as good a car as anybody else. I have just as good a chance to win. And I think the mindset there is 50% or more of winning the race. Because if you believe you can, you can. So I, I love that part. How, what what do you give me a little bit of your take on that? Um, I mean, I think it's great that they give us all an equal platform to have the chance to succeed. Um, unfortunately, it's not so much as black and white as well. I have the same car that this person has, so I think I can win. Um, because you kind of you have to be realistic and experience levels. So there's some girls that have quite a lot of experience in you know F3 that's very recent. Um, or girls that have driven on these tracks before. So you kind of have to take that into account because it really does make a difference. Yes. Uh, it'd be kind of silly to get someone that's just getting into circle track racing to go race against uh, Chase Elliott. So right. it's like, um, in, in certain ways you have to kind of, for me, like I know it's not realistic for me to go out and win a championship this year. And for all I've been trying to focus on is getting better every race and maximizing my performance and, and aiming to be in the point scoring position every race. So that's kind of what I've set my goal to be. And um, definitely next year, obviously I'm gonna try and do better, 
but um, for right now, depending on your experience level, you just kind of have to have to just do the best that you can. Um, but it does make it really a great opportunity. The fact that the cars are all the same, because then yeah, you know, it, it gives you a better a better chance in a smaller delta to catch up. Right. I mean, experience or what I call seat time always is a benefit. I don't care it, what you do in any occup occupation in your life. It's, it's, it's called seat time. And it, the person with the most experience is obviously going to have a, a step up. But um, still, it sounds like it's they've really thought through what they've done with the W Series. I was really excited to see it because and, and not just because I think, oh, women should race against women or not. You're a race car driver, period, end of discussion. But the fact that they're giving all of you gals the opportunity to race some tracks you would have never probably gotten to race on in a car that you probably never would maybe have ever gotten a chance to race. And it's more about the, the seat time, the experience that you're having, um, the fact that it's all women for me even is kind of down the list. Um, but I do think it's, it's cool that they did that. And um, I find that even for myself, there are a lot of companies and a lot of people who are very supportive of women involved in motorsports. It is a man's arena, but they're finding that women can be very competitive uh, with the men in this more so than let's say football players, you know, I'd hate to see you out on the football field with the Pittsburgh Steelers or, you know, because it's just not realistic. Your body's not built for it. And, yeah. but racing, it makes us all the same. We get in the car, uh, Billy Venerini, I'm sure you know who that is, uh, Venerini Motorsports. We did an interview with him and I love what he said. And I've quoted him several times. He said, um, because he had a lot of women on his team and, and he said, when they get in the car, they're a race car driver. The car doesn't know if you're a man or a woman and you're just a race car driver and that's how it should be. And I, I love that quote that he said, because that's true. And that's what I tell a lot of young girls, just get in the car and drive. It doesn't matter that you're a girl. And I have a granddaughter that races. She's just turned 16 this last week. And uh, she turned 16 last Tuesday. She was in a race on Saturday. She got ran into, went airborne, and ended up, uh, had to go by ambulance to the ER. She's fine. She's bruised. She's sore. But she couldn't drive for 72 hours. So here she just got her driver's license on Tuesday. And then on Saturday, she can't drive for three days. And so I was giving her a hard time about it. <laughs> Oh, and okay. she's so young, she's going to have plenty more time to do some driving. But she is. And she's been racing. She raced quarter midgets for five years, and this is her third year in racing what we call a big car. So she's had plenty of driving as far as that goes. But as you know, it's not the same as taking your sister to the, you know, to the restaurant or whatever. It's been fun. But um, Saber, I've had such a good time talking to you. And you'll be will you come back to the states like when will you be done with your internship or when will you come back for a visit um i am coming back in august for just a bit to to colorado to just come and visit and then um my program ends at the end of this year so okay i will see where i'm at but uh yeah i'm i'm excited to come home and, and visit <laughs> 
I'm actually going to be in Colorado. I've been to Colorado, but it was kind of like you. I landed, went to the hotel, did the seminar, went to the airport, went home. I did go see a Rockies and Cubs game while I was there, but um, I'm going to be in Boulder for about a week. My sister's having a big event there, and so I'm going to get to really experience Colorado a little bit more for a whole week. <laughs> yeah, you, you'll love it, especially if you're going. Are you going to go in August? Um, nope, I'm going September, the first week of September, so close to August. Well, you'll go around the time that the that we call it the colors. Yes. So you drive through, yeah, you'll be able to see that, which will be really, really pretty. We're taking our motorcycle so that we can do some of that and then enjoy. And we're going to go to the uh, to the football game, the Colorado University football game. My brother-in-law is a big fan. <laughs> so I have to take my black and gold instead of my green and white Michigan State outfit. Yeah. <laughs> they pick you out because they think you're supporting CSU. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, well, it's been really good good to talk to you and learn more about not only you, but the W series and what you're doing. Is there anything that I haven't asked you about that you'd like to share either about yourself, the series, your racing, anything that I've missed? Um, not really. I guess I'd just encourage girls to, to keep going. Like you said, no matter um, if you're a boy or a girl, the car doesn't know the difference as long as you're willing to put in the work and um, the time and prepare yourself, you can, you can be successful in, in anything that you want to, um, just like anything else in life. So uh, yeah, definitely encourage girls to aim for the W series as a long-term thing to get to as like a driver development program, because that's, that's ultimately what it is to develop women so that way we can move on to, to the higher echelons of motorsport and, and compete at the top. And uh, if you're interested in engineering, apply for the Infinity Engineering Academy. So there's, there's options either way, and uh, you should definitely go for it. I, yeah, you're absolutely right. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. You just go for it. Yeah, yes. for sure. Well, thank you again for being with us tonight on the podcast. And um, best of luck the next two races I'm going to be watching, and I'm I'm actually going to Google and see if I am able to watch it on TV now that I know it's airing somewhat on television. It will, um, they, they don't air the race in, in the U.S. until the Thursday after. So you can maybe watch the race live on Facebook and the social media channels over the okay. weekend. But to see the full coverage on television, it will be, I believe, Thursday. Okay. Thursday. That's good to know because I, I like to tape some of those kinds of things so that when there's nothing else good on, then I can watch, watch racing. So I, I definitely will do that. So um, you have a good week and you have a very successful weekend. I'll, I'll be watching to see how you do no pressure, but I'll, I'll be trying to follow you a little closer now that we've met and I feel like I know you a little bit better and uh, enjoy the rest of your summer. Enjoy your, your little visit home to Colorado and we will follow and continue to stay in touch with you, Saber. Okay. Sounds great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you.